Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Jackie. <laughs> you sound so bad. You sound worse. <laughs> I don't know. I just cleared my throat, too. I have some form of laryngitis slash a cold slash whatever, so bear with us. Hopefully, Jen does most of the talking for this one. <laughs> we are going to be diving back into talking about body, <clears throat> body diversity in romance books. So if you want to hear more about that, and if my voice doesn't annoy you too much, <laughs> we could not wait to do this. If that's what you're wondering, let's go ahead and dive right in. Woo! Hey there, romance nerds! Welcome to another episode of Raging Romantics. I'm Jen. I'm Jackie. We are librarians at Northern Onondaga Public Library, and we are also romance nerds. Now, if you're wondering what this podcast is about, Wait for it. Romance! Specifically, the romance genre of books. So with that being said, sometimes our material will be a little too sensitive for younger readers. If you feel the need to wait until they go to bed, we will be here for you. We would also like to issue just a general trigger warning for some of the things that we do talk about. We will always try to issue specific trigger warnings for each episode so that you know what you're getting into. Now... Without further ado, are you ready, Jen? Oh, I've been ready, Jackie. All right. Let's rage! Probably. Do you have enough water? Like, do you want? I don't have anything hot to give you. I've got like okay, okay. Good. I've got plenty of water. Okay. So I actually have a joke this time. I know. I'm real excited to hear this joke. Okay. It's it's great. (laughs) Knock knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? Hey. 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 Listen, we don't need to bring the villains from One to Watch in he- into this, okay? That was from, like, a 10-year-old on a TV show, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm also in a NyQuil fog right now, so. So, before we get started with anything, Jackie, I have a really important update for what? all of our listeners, which I'm sure they are so fascinated by. I actually can touch my toes. Yeah, <laughs> I can verify this. I saw it with my own two eyes. Take that, fat phobia. Yeah. Oh, 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 I won. Even her boobs didn't get in the way. <laughs> they almost did. <laughs> I always, so there was this show, <clears throat> A Thousand and One Ways to Die, mm-hmm. and one of the ones was, like, this woman with a huge boob. She had, like, one of those back inverters mm-hmm. that was meant to stretch her back, and she did it, and she suffocated from her boobs. I've almost, so we That's used to like have to do. That's, one of my biggest fears. <laughs> they used to put us through some kind of weird yoga thing in in high school and actually there is a certain pose where i can't actually like i can't breathe because my chest falls on my face it's probably wheel or something i have no idea what it's called it's like your entire body's up in the air and like you're supported with your head and your shoulders on the ground oh yeah yeah and everything falls down stand i don't know i can't do those because i'm not that i could do it i just would have died (laughs) (laughs) so that does kind of relate to today's discussion Kind of. I'm really happy to give you that segue, Jackie. Roundabout mm-hmm. way. Um, we read three books that feature different types of bodies, and we want to talk about them. I would hope so for the, the podcast. This is also going to be very seat of your pants because neither Jen or I wrote anything. We just we... finished the last book last night slash this morning. We are normally more organized than this. I don't. I just don't know. It was really hard. This month was just hard, I think, yeah. in general, both 
in terms of work and, and real life stuff. And then just these are topics that are very personal and are very hard yeah. to. Plus, I have terrible time management skills. So. Yeah. Well, I procrast. I mean, I procrastinated so bad. I didn't read the one book until 2 a.m. this morning because I was like, oh, I'm just going to read for an hour. I don't think I'm going to really be but into it. Was so good. Yeah. And then I stayed up till five because I was like, I can't stop. I have to stop. I have to see what's going to happen. And neither Jen or I have said any. Well, I sent her a lot of gifts while yeah. I was reading it. But other than that, there have been, like, none of – no discussion. So this I have is a feeling, real time. I have a feeling this probably is going to be pretty <laughs> along the lines. I don't know. I'd be curious to see if we disagree about certain – we'll we'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll okay. disagree about what to watch or something. So we read three books. We read King Sized by mm-hmm. Jessica Kane. By the way, this is, like, the only Jessica Kane we will probably be this able to read the for the tamest, podcast. This is which is saying something. <laughs> Then we read Baking Me Crazy by Carla Sorensen, which was fun. Yeah, that was good. I liked that one. I'll talk about the Smarty Pants Romance Universe when we talk about that one. Oh, there's a universe. universe. So it's a Smarty Pants cinematic universe, like Marvel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And then we had One to Watch by Kate Stamen London, which is the only traditionally published yep. one of the batch. Mm-hmm. So that would be that'll be interesting too. And that one got a lot of buzz. So I'm sure you guys have probably yeah. heard about that one already. Yeah, that was it was good. I liked it. And we're saving that one for last. Yeah, because that was our favorite. Yeah, about. we're gonna go in order of yeah. the ones we like the most. Yeah. So, um, first up we have King Sized by Jessica Kane, <gasps> which I'm very sad that this was my least favorite. Yeah, I am a Jessica Kane fan. Yeah. I know she writes stuff that is not for everybody, but the writing style, I think she's really talented in that sense. And we're not gonna get into the other things. But like we said, this is the most tame. This was probably the less, uh, this was probably the most vanilla Mm. I've read from her Mm -hmm. iffy. Even then, it was still pretty much, she was really into the power exchange of uh, King Sized is a bigger male hero, which we said in the last podcast is very, very rare. Off the bat, his name is Rexington. Right. So this is a this is a fantasy ish, but not really. They, not really, because they, they throw England in there. Yeah, so because I thought it was true. totally made up. So I thought it was like medieval. Yeah, medieval fantasy, whatever. I, it's kind of like Genovia. You know, listen, I, she wasn't really there for the accurate historical no, stuff. She, she just wanted to put the women month. in like the pretty dresses and the knights. You yeah, know? she wanted so the aesthetic. So our fine. hero is Rexington, which first off, Rex means king. So. Oh. Oh. So this is like the whole Darth Vader thing in Pitch Perfect, where it literally <laughs> means dark father. This okay. literally means king. Mm-hmm. And he is the bodyguard for the princess turned queen, who at the very beginning of the story, her parents were just killed in a terrible carriage accident, which, spoiler alert, assassins. Yeah. Um, And the princess is now going to be the queen. And Rex has had, he's like, he's been in love with her since the first time he saw her, mm-hmm. basically. And he's obsessed with her. So he becomes her bodyguard. And then she starts crying. Obviously, her parents just died. So he goes in and comforts her. And it just, it goes from, from there, there. Pretty much. It's interesting that the two indies are insta-lust. This is true. Which, if you don't, if you're not aware of that, instead of love at first sight, it's kind of lust at first sight. And it's usually a hero that's very obsessed, yeah. potentially. Um, it's actually healthier in baking me crazy. Yes. This was very much not healthy, yeah. where he completely upended his life. He quit his job. He uh, to go in ish, but like she's done way worse. Stalker. Yeah. She's done. She has a series of stalker romance. So this is so tame, guys. This I is very really very like tame. The I love the stalker romances. I think we're gonna have to do a stalker month. 
because we did that whole dark romance and i think we need to get into the categories at some point but nat is not here nor there i liked that i did like this i don't want to say i didn't like this i had read another bigger sized hero from her and that one i didn't like burly burly i read she's thought she's got bulky and she's got burly well then she has more out too she's got husky oh that one too she's got a couple other ones and then she also has plus sized heroines specifically that's that's less one off the top of the bat is queen queen size size. i think that's the only one she's done because she is somebody who usually does have kind of like the cookie cutter wafish uh wayfish thank you whatever just whatever I the one thing I don't like about her, she does tend to make the heroines really young. Mm. So this girl was like 19. just eighteen. She had yeah. just turned eighteen. So that is really calm with her. She does do these very extreme age gaps. Also, very always legal, but I, sex usually. on horseback. It doesn't. It <laughs> yeah, do- you were really mad about that. <laughs> it doesn't mechanically. I don't understand the fascination with mm. it. Let me put it that way. Because well, you're a horse person. Horses, yeah, I just don't it's uncomfortable enough mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just one of those things pe- like sex on the beach people are supposed to like until you realize but oh, that doesn't involve an animal yeah it does not involve an animal i think people just are not around horses and large animals enough to be like oh this is not actually the best plan ever if i don't want to have a broken also, penis if you're riding double you're lucky enough to be able to not fall <laughs> off because one of you is in the saddle and the other one isn't mm-hmm. so next time you go to write a horse sex scene just oh that sounds really wrong um yeah um, yeah what are you trying to say jackie and your sudafed while they are while they are on horseback just 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 think of that that's Mm -hmm. all that's all carriages sure go for it horseback no but in terms of our topic i didn't mind him as much as her other heroes because i we had said this in the very first podcast we recorded that did not get through i did not like her male hero the first one i read that was bigger just because he was so insecure Mm. and this is maybe a problem with me but I don't know. I didn't want to read about his insecurity. I didn't read, want to read about his, like, sadness. And I feel very gross saying that. Mm. I don't like that necessarily about myself. So that'll be interesting. We'll have to come but back I think, to that when we re- talk about one to watch. Well, I think... Well, I was really thinking about that because you were so like, Jen, what's wrong with you that first time? And I think it is. It's not even so much the body type that's attractive to me to men in romances. It's that confidence. Yeah. And yes, men will have lots of different kind of issues in romance. I mean, they're not cookie cutter usually. But, um... <laughs> I just find the body one really like, eh, I don't care. Let me see your other darkness or your other flaws or whatever. I don't. And I know that's wrong because actually male body image is going down. Not mm. nearly as fast as women, but I mean, they are seeing things like eating disorders increase in men. Men have been getting hospitalized more often for eating disorders. Not even eating disorders, but men are more prone to things like... Mental um, health. No, 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 no. What's that thing like where you exercise too much? That thing? Oh, body dysmorphia? Yeah. I mean, just cases like that are rising like crazy too. I know the focus is usually on women, mm. but it is not any easier to be a man out there, no. especially with kind of Chris Evans and Henry cavalier whatever showing these really sculpted bodies that is just as difficult that is impossible and i think most of those men have to like starve themselves and are super dehydrated to get those kind of proportions uh it's weird that we kind of put that as the pinnacle of health but then when you read the behind the scenes facts of chris evans having to have like done a hundred push-ups before those scenes of him shirtless and he hadn't any water and i was reading on the magic mic set they were so starved that as soon as it cut rap for the whole movie uh, matthew mcconaughey just brought in like this fast food feast because wow. they could finally stop starving themselves yeah so it's really weird that we're like oh well this is healthy like look at this guy he is so healthy he's all he jacked and ripped every day no but it's, no, not, it's not it's not in a healthy way and i will say i have dated somebody who is who was like very into like the whole 
weightlifter mm. bodybuilding scene and it, he wasn't healthy yeah in any sense and you know i've dated somebody on the opposite end mm-hmm. of the spectrum and he was in my regards much more healthy yeah. than the bodybuilder guy and it's mm-hmm. it's all appearances it yeah. really is i've read that those muscles aren't actually that useful no too i think usually if you want like a fit like a, an actual muscular healthy guy somebody built kind of like the mountain from game of thrones mm. not necessarily like the chris evans yeah which type. is why i think rex was a good mm-hmm. body type in that sense he was also hairy yeah he which was hairy was, i really appreciate There's, that but hairy i feel like there are hairy guys like that's yeah. becoming a thing. it's becoming a thing and i did yeah, want to talk about back. that briefly because usually when you think of like a romance hero you think you know like the michael phelps mm. they wax themselves yeah, head everywhere. to toe right <laughs> So do but, women, though. There's just an yeah. anti-body hair thing in yeah. general. Which I kind of I kind of like when a hero has mm-hmm. a little hair. Yeah. I find it, I thought it was sexy. You liked that one? I did. But I liked him. He did still have some insecurities, but for the most part, he was very confident in who he was, and he yeah. was a leader, and he really cared about the, oh god, we didn't even say her name. What's her name? I don't even know. I don't even remember. God, I feel so bad, Jessica Kane. I do like up. you, Jessica Kane. I cannot think of the name. The problem is, too, none of these names felt very medievalish to me, and I know partly that's my problem. And that's the problem, too, of what we consider yeah, medieval. Because apparently Tiffany was a very common medieval name, but you can't put Tiffany in a yeah, medieval novel. You know, that right, kind I of a problem. Uh, so it doesn't really matter what her name is anymore, but he loved her. I, um, I really, really appreciated the power exchange. Britta. Britta! Yeah, Britta! Come on. That's not a medieval name. Britta. So I really appreciated the power exchange where he's very much like, oh, order me to uh-huh. kiss you. But then it, that I was, was really hoping it got kind of kinky in that sense. And mm. it didn't. So it was it was very tame for her. If you want something a little spicier, we will never be able to talk about it because I don't want to get fired over Jessica. But I would definitely re- recommend checking out some of her work. Uh, read the description, the though. Notes. Please read the descriptions first because she does have a lot of. Yeah, she's basically a giant content warning. She's got some books she can't even put on Amazon uh, just because they are a little bit against the rules. Yeah. So, so but overall, I liked it. Website. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good blueprint for what these bigger heroes could be. Yeah. And which it's, really it's going to be interesting, again, coming from the indie space into the traditional publishing space mm-hmm. to see that. I think especially after Game of Thrones too, mm-hmm. when there was actually fanfic about the mountain and the house. Well, okay, listen, there's always going to be there's fanfic about everything, fanfic. but yeah, the mountain but, was a popular like, guy, the big hairy guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, write him for me. Because I had a point talking okay. about fan fiction. I actually am seeing a lot of fanfic where they will make these characters chubby. Yeah. So I'm reading a lot of Marvel at the moment because I don't know why. It just that's what happened to me because I don't like myself as a person. I guess I'm reading Marvel. Don't like that about myself. But there are a lot of readers that will go out of their way to make like a chubby bucky mm-hmm. and it's they're super popular they get like thousands of notes and people really love it so i think these spaces are going to kind of show that i mean i don't totally under i don't totally know if like maybe people are trying a little hard to be like oh look at how diverse and accepting i am i like a chubby bucky instead of the super really hot chubby or the super hot burly bucky okay. uh, it could also be they really do prefer like a you know like a softer stomach and a more yeah. cuddlier teddy bear guy i will say i found this guy on tiktok who is basically like a, a realistic Aquaman, mm-hmm. and he is, oh, he's got like a dad bod, yeah. and he's got chest hair, and it's just great. So, now it's not me snuffling for reference, that is the dog. So, I'm doing my best. so that was Jessica Kane. How many stars did you give it, Jen? I ended up giving it three. 
Okay. I mean, it was a little bit boring, and I was disappointed with the plot, because I thought the plot was going to end up being, like, the godfather betrayed her and was trying to kill her. I thought they were going to go in that way, but this really was just smut. It was 85 pages. It's very quick, very short, with the classic, like, four years later epilogue, where they have children, Mm -hmm. that even though they're four, they can speak in full sentences. Yeah, whatever. They don't know how to write kids. I don't know. The kids are hard. Yeah. Kids suck. Um... Yeah, so I same thing, like two and a half stars, and it wasn't mm-hmm. very spicy. Like mm-hmm. it had some spice, but but uh, overall, good representation of a male hero. Yeah, I we definitely could have picked a worse one, I'm sure. Yeah. So not too bad. Which brings us nicely into baking me crazy <gasps> by Carla Sorensen. I was really surprised by how much I liked it. Yes, I was not. I mean, the description sounded so cute. I wasn't. I didn't really know what to to think about going into it i just kind of read it while i was sitting waiting for my car to get inspected uh, it was just really nice and sweet and cute and it really heartwarming good representation yeah. so before we get in i do just want to talk about the smarty pants romance universe really quick sure so this book is part of penny reed's smarty pants romance oh so penny reed is um she's a very good author and she wrote the green valley chronicles which centers around a family in Green Valley, Tennessee. It's the Winston brothers. And it's really good. If you need some, like, bearded mountain Tennessee boys, like, go check that out. There's something for everyone in there. But they were so popular, and Penny Reed is such an awesome person, that she opened up the world Mm -hmm. that she wrote, Green Valley. She opened it up to other authors who wanted to write within that world. Mm -hmm. So now we've got, like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know how many authors. Um, Over... Almost close to 30 different authors wow, who were written in this universe. And some are canon, some are fanfic. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to check it out, go to smartypantsromance.com. I'll put it in the show notes. That's cool. And there's a whole list mm-hmm. of the authors, what's available in Kindle Unlimited, the different worlds that they write in. Um, and the one that we read, Baking Me Crazy, is in Green Valley, Tennessee. We see some of the favorite characters mm-hmm. from Penny Reed's original books. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great, Cletus. Oh, I was hoping he had been in yes. there. He was really sweet. He has his own, and he's actually like autistic. So, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so his book is really fun because he falls in love with the banana cake queen, mm-hmm. Jen, who we do also see in this book, mm-hmm. and she woos him with her banana cake. Obviously. So, obviously, it's obviously. great. Obviously. But... <laughs> <A banana> cake. <laughs> uh, so this book that we read, Jenny, you want to tell him about it? Yeah, so... Oh, wow. I already forgot the name of the guy. Baking Me Crazy. I know. I know. It's Baking Me Crazy. I'm trying to remember their names. I am not good with names, guys. We are lucky I remember Jackie's name on a good basis. (laughs) This is true. So, but he is this 18-year-old who is volunteering at a gym because he is into, oh. Levi. Levi. Levi Levi Buchanan. Here we go. I'll I'll, I'll go with this. Go for it. Thank you. So, Levi Buchanan is, is, he's a sporty guy. Like, he likes sports, all this sort of stuff. When he is 19, he is, um, he volunteers at a local, I think it's a handicap wheelchair. Yeah. It's like a handicap gym, pretty much, and he mm-hmm. volunteers. And that's where he meets Jocelyn Abernathy, a.k.a. Josh. Josh. And his family is, quote-unquote, cursed, that when they find the one they are in love with, they know that it's the one. And the second Josh, Josh, Levi sees Joss, he knows that she's the mm-hmm. one. It's all over. The thing with Joss is she suffer- suffers from... From, I can't remember the actual name of it. It's the spinal infection, it looked like. Yeah. Or, like, she'd had an infection that affected her it's, spinal. It's what happens to House in House MD yeah. in the TV series. And pretty much, she's not paraplegic. She has feelings. Yeah. She just can't. She can walk, even. But she has muscular degeneration in her legs below her spinal column. From her spinal column down through her legs. And so she's in a wheelchair. Um, 
and she is not comfortable. She doesn't want to date anybody at this point in time. To be fair, she's 16, he's yeah. 18, and she has just gotten this kind of life-changing yeah. diagnosis. Yeah. And yeah, she's very much figuring everything out. So no, yeah. she does not want to yeah. date this guy, even though the first thing he says to her is, hey, can we go out to dinner? And he's not like creepy about no, it. No, he's, he's really nice. Sweet. So they agree to be friends. Fast forward five years. So they're young. This is my biggest quibble with this book. They are so young. They're 21 and 23. Oh, but that's okay, though. I mean, there's plenty of college romances like that. I know. I mean, and God, we just talked about Jessica Kane, who regularly has 18-year-olds with 30-year-olds. I know. It's just, I feel like at this point in my life, I look back and I'm like, oh, God, they're falling in love. Oh, God, they're babies. Yeah, I can't do it. Washington at 21 and 23. See, I didn't mind that, because I'm like, if you don't really need to be, just, yeah, whatever, go do it then. Yeah, That's so I'm just it. jaded and old. Yeah, no, I'm super old because I do read these younger women and I'm like, oh, God, you're babies. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, yeah. but Joss so, knows what she's doing at yeah, the end. Yeah, so but we're flash forward yet. five years and they're still best friends. Like, Levi is still in love with her. Yeah. He actually hasn't even been with anyone in the biblical sense mm-hmm. since they met. Um, Joss is a virgin. She's never even, like, been in a relationship. She's never been kissed, all this sort of stuff. She's very self-conscious about being in a wheelchair, and she's very competitive and very sporty, so yeah. she, like, feels lacking, yeah. I guess would be a good word. She's very insecure in the fact that she's in a wheelchair, even though she's awesome at it. I want to say really quick, I loved that we could see a heroine who really cared about her health, who really cared about going yeah. to the gym, but she didn't have any hang-ups about weight. Yeah. Her hangups was totally about the wheelchair, but she was really into and being strong. It felt very I very much so appreciated the fact so Jocelyn, she can't she can kind of walk, but she's got muscular degenerative yeah. degeneration. So her legs are super skinny. There's like no muscular definition mm-hmm. in them at all. And that's her biggest what she feels the most self conscious about. Mm-hmm. And she calls them her spaghetti legs. And as somebody who's read a lot, um, and who knows people in wheelchairs, this is a valid sentiment mm-hmm. that i have heard many times and i really appreciated that that was in there that that was her biggest thing like she didn't want to wear dresses she didn't want to wear shorts she felt self-conscious in a bathing suit all this sort of stuff i mean she was she's gorgeous and she had this beautiful muscular definition from the waist up but from the waist down she was just like i'm not it's not the same person and i'm ashamed of mm-hmm. these um by the end of the book she does wear a dress oh yeah and, that's a really big deal for her too yeah. yeah it was it was a good scene i liked that scene the wedding scene but the whole book is her dealing with her feelings about being in the chair, about now becoming, I think, this this new person outside of the chair, too. Yeah. Because Levi's been in love with her forever. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in love with him at first. And just she didn't again. know. She didn't Well, she realize. had no idea. She was just kind of like, oh, well, I turned you down. You're so gorgeous. You could have absolutely anybody. Why would you want this girl in a weird wheelchair? Yeah. Um, and he kind of slowly starts revealing. So she gets a new PT, a new physical therapist, mm-hmm. and he's like super cute. So and hot. Before she knows that he's his he's her new physical therapist they are flirting at the bakery that she works at and then she finds out and she's like i have date feelings for him and levi is like crushed he's like you have date feelings for somebody who's not me and so he goes to his family it's super cute and they advise him like you know you should you should start revealing your feelings slowly like make her see you Mm -hmm. in this new light and so um, he does. He starts like he brings her a box of flowers, but not, I like, love this flower flowers yeah. like baking flowers yeah. with a U. It's so smart, so smart because she's a baker. Yes, and I'm like, oh yeah, that would get me. And like, yeah, he pulled it from a movie, but it's still the cutest. It's still funny. Thing ever. It's still per- it's still perfect. Also, it's practical and it's pun. And flowers are expensive. They are so expensive. I just bought almond flour because I've been trying to make macarons. So expensive. Ugh. But yeah, give me almond flour. Yeah. Don't give me stupid tulips. They're going to die in a day. Ugh. And then like he takes a lot her of on opinions. her first actual date. 
like because she reveals she's never been on a date and she thinks they're going as friends but then he kisses her and oh my god it was just so it's a very sweet like slow burn best friends to lovers he is absolutely devoted to her and she ends up having like all this really beautiful character growth Mm -hmm. and and he's just so strong (sighs) and steady the whole time Mm -hmm. and he i really appreciated i mean obviously he's gonna have to treat her good because he's the romance hero Mm -hmm. but how he treated her in the wheelchair yeah like he didn't it wasn't a big deal. She calls people in two camps. There's the pitiers, mm-hmm. and then there's the... Blenders. Blenders, yeah. So the blenders are people who try, like, not to notice it at all, yeah. who just, like, treat her, try to treat her like anybody else, but they go well, so over the top. No, no, no. Those are the people who ignore her. Okay, okay, gotcha. And then the pitiers are the ones who are like, oh, how can I help you? Do this, do this, You're do this. You're so this. inspirational yeah. for leaving your house. Yeah. <gasps> Look at you. You're driving. Yeah. And <gasps> Levi is just like, he, she's just his best friend. Mm-hmm. And they just do everything together. And he just helps her matter mm-hmm. of fact. And it's just so cute. It's really cute. This is another Kindle Unlimited, oh, by I the way. I should read you my favorite quote that I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one was beautiful. There was just really a lot of, it. there was just so many nice moments. And <sighs> I mean, she was, she could be a little frustrating at times, but I think that's fair. She was going through a lot. Yeah. And I gotta go to my. And photos. I wonder too. I don't think she ever had any kind of therapy or mental help to deal with the the diagnosis she had no, gotten. I and think her mom wasn't the best. To be fair, her mom was really stretched thin because yeah. she was a single parent trying to yeah. take care and of. She's all a nurse, this, so yeah. she's working crazy hours. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know what to do with her. Sick, so yeah. all this sort of stuff. But um, in regards to the way that Levi treats Joss, somebody was saying, you know, how does she see things and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm not mad at you for asking, but Joss has to view the world differently because of where she sits. That's her viewpoint. Her chair, her legs, they're a part of her reality. Just like I can't look at the world from yours or Connor's viewpoint. I can only look at it from mine. She is not just a small part of my reality. She is the most important part of it. So yes, I took your situation into consideration when I made my decisions. And maybe that makes me ridiculous, but I wouldn't change anything. I don't regret a single day of the past five years because for those five years, she's been my favorite person in the world to spend time with. And between like the romance of that last bit and the whole like, yeah, that's her reality. Just like this is my reality. And it's I accept you for yours. Why can't you accept her for hers? Yeah. I just love that whole. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was a really really nice conversation. And yes, they do have sex. Yeah. They have a lot of sex. They have a lot of sex. It's there. not super descriptive. It's kind of like wham, bam. But, yeah. you know, it's nice. I mean, she enjoys it. I give it like three, maybe three out of five. Mm, two and a generous. half out of five. That's generous. I don't think they really did much. No, because they don't use the P or the C word, do they? Well, I don't even care about that. I'm just thinking about like other actions. Yeah. It's really just kind of Okay, like, okay. Two out of five. They get right to the point. Two out of five. <laughs> yeah. There is truck sex. So overall, very good. Yes, definitely I recommend. Definitely like it. There are two more books in the series, and they are both out um, by Kyla Sorensen, and it's called <laughs> Battle of Wits, mm. which is about the cousin who comes from California oh, to live in Tennessee. The ones that don't believe in yes, the curse, the girl. Yeah, they had a and terrible then, divorced family yes. life. Yes, and Ugh. then the third one is Steal My Magnolia, which is about the boy cousin who mm. comes to live in Tennessee from California. Cool. Um, and with this, with the whole universe, you don't have to read the originals to know mm. what's going on. Yeah, I, I didn't do know what's strongly going on. recommend you read the original Penny Reed Winston mm. Brothers because they're fun. Yeah, but then you can jump in anywhere in the universe that you want to jump around have fun in it there's there's something for everybody i think in there there's bikers i like bikers there's uh, i do a biker month 
We've got to. There's um, MMA Somebody fighters like Stud Muffin. That was my favorite. Mm. Stud Muffin by Jiffy Cake. I have Penny Reed books because I'll, I'll pick them up when they're on sale or like 99 yeah. cents or something. I and a lot of them are in Kindle Unlimited. The yeah. majority of them are. Mm. So they're easy to get. And as always, check your local library. Yes, please do. We love the library yes. here. Oh, yeah. and if you're hiker trash like me and obsessed with the Appalachian Trail, there's even two set on the Appalachian Trail. So there you go. But are we ready? We've saved the most of time. Ooh, we've saved a lot of time. Yeah, we've saved lots of time for our absolute favor that we yes. really want to talk about. Yes. Oh, wait. Okay. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really excited because I was not expecting anything from this book, to be honest. When it first was getting a lot of buzz, I was not. Like, it sounded like whatever. And I have not been able to read very well lately. So I procrastinated like crazy on this book because I was really thinking Jackie might change her mind about making me read it. No. So I was like, well, okay, I'm not going to read it if I don't have to. And it ended up being my favorite of the bunch. Yes. I stayed, like I said in the beginning, I stayed up till 5 a.m. I'm so tired. I've got bags under my eyes uh, to see what was going to happen because I couldn't stop. One to watch. Really super good. Yes. I liked it a lot for the most part. There were some parts that... Yeah. I hated the first 40 pages. Yeah. It was, I get real bad secondhand embarrassment. Mm. And a lot of the situations she was in in the beginning before it yeah. kind of smoothed out in Up Lauren. Through, like the first. So yeah. the whole premise of this book is that we have B Schumacher, who is our heroine. Um, and she is a plus size fashion model. Blo- well, fashion blogger. Sorry, not a model. Who... Um, but like an Instagram person. Yeah. Like an influencer. Yeah, she's an influencer. Bit. She's got great friends. She lives in LA. She's got an amazing career. You know, she makes money from her blog, OMB com, which I really appreciate that <laughs> That's fun. funny. Um, but the problem is she's been in love with her best friend for years, yeah. Ray. Who so is kind of the opposite of the last one. Yeah, because he is not a good guy. He's not a lead um, guy. And spoiler alerts throughout this whole thing, because, I mean, I can't not spoil this book for you. Um, and B hooks up with him at the very beginning of the book, which I was like off the bat. I was like, what the hell? Don't do it. And he he treated her. He left her. He didn't text her back. Yeah, he left just her in dropped the middle her. of the night. Mm-hmm. And so she's devastated because she's been in love with him she he's ghosting her all this sort of stuff um and so flash forward to the premiere the season premiere of main squeeze which is this universe's bachelor and bachelorette which i did appreciate that it's called main squeeze and it didn't gender it yeah okay that's fair but still like it's just i don't know the name was dumb i i'm not a big i like reality tv i'm not a big bachelor fan can i confess something yes please i love the bachelorette i hate to love to watch it okay it's one of those yeah Mm -hmm. i don't like the bachelor because i think that's misogynist and dumb okay um but i like the bachelorette because it's 24 so like it it's 24 her. guys making an idiot out of themselves or a woman of uh-huh. course i like it okay fair enough that. yeah that's fair that's a good point that's um fun. and uh yeah so this is this universe's bachelorette and as predicted as we know from our universe's bachelor bachelorette it's very narrow in how it views beauty they're not getting very good ratings they're very yeah. conventional they're very boring skinny, skinny. unhealthy uh, dare i ask yeah. Dare it's, it's it's kind of interesting to see this book after some of the criticism that yeah. The Bachelor and The Bachelor and has been getting. And this book clearly rose out of that criticism because that is exactly what Main Squeeze is getting picked on for in B's universe. So B writes a roast post. She yeah. just like tears them down. She's also drunk at the time, so it's yeah. great. <laughs> she tears down Main Squeeze, you know, calling them misogynistic, sizist, all this Boring. sort of stuff. And it's just she is lauded for this. So Yeah, she goes viral. She goes it's viral. Really fun. Um, and she gains like hundreds of thousands of followers for it. And so when stuff goes down with the show and a new producer is hired, Lauren, Lauren, um, B is cast as the main squeeze as the bachelor. And she is the first ever plus sized main squeeze that the show's ever had. 
Um, and there's a lot of trolls. There's a lot of positivity. You see things from both sides of the spectrum. And I will say a lot of media is thrown into the book. Yeah. So you I get, love that. Yeah. That was really, I, I know really like the podcast yes. interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Those were fun. They had blog posts. They had text messages. I know some people in the comments did not like that. Yeah. Kind of it threw them out of the story. But I thought that was a really good way to switch it up. And yeah. To kind of. It made it go fast. things. Yeah, yeah. It was good. And it was, I mean, you got to see a lot of the trolls, which are just classic. Yeah. Um, but. I thought it was good to see that because it didn't paint everything in a rosy view like you would mm-hmm. hope it would. I will say, I think some of this was a little preachy, but that might just be because it's... I think she was maybe talking to people who, yeah. oh, this is actually a problem. And yeah. maybe didn't realize And again, what kind until of the book really online. gets rolling, when B starts um, on the show, at like page 80, 90, somewhere in there, it's, it's very much so cliched to me, it felt like. See, I... I liked the beginning because I was really excited for her. I really wanted to see what would happen. And then when it actually starts rolling in the beginning, it was really awkward for me. Because Mm. Lauren doesn't totally understand what she's getting into with B. Like, she... I was nervous about Lauren because I was really wondering if she really has her best interest at heart. Yes, I was too. That I was nervous about. And then she keeps just bringing out these really gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And so part of B's contract she wanted men to also have representation on this Mm -hmm. show. And I think they've got one fat person. They have one that, one, and his name is Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That should have told us something right there from the man, the worst president. Um, One of them. (laughs) And so that's something that B isn't happy with. But there is a good other range of guys on there of course there's like the scripted drama where one guy sees her and immediately walks off set and they do it different than they quote unquote normally do it then you would think that the bachelor bachelorette would normally do it and from now on i'm just gonna use the term bachelor just know i refer to both bachelor bachelorette um where it's all pre-show like it's pre-shot yeah this is week by week yeah this is live it, live on air for the introductions and then it's week by week shot and yeah. produced because they're trying to re- they're trying to limit spoilers the lauren is just trying to shake things up as much as possible yeah. which i did appreciate as a character yeah. but she also just did not take b's feelings into account all the time so yeah. like, again having the person walk off even yeah. though b has told her over and over again you know i'm i'm gonna do this but i'm really anxious about it I think at the time, too, in the beginning, she and B kind of decided, all right, you know, this can be professional. We're going to sell on the story. We're going right. to sell on the fairy tale. Because from the beginning, B is still very hung up on Ray, the guy who used her and dumped her. Um, and she's like, I don't want to fall in love. I don't think I can fall in love, you know, but I want to do this for representation because it matters. Right. And so they're like, it's just going to be scripted. We're not going to fall in love. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> um, and from there, it's just a whole it's it's fun yeah, it is and it yeah. keeps you guessing there's villains oh my god it really did keep me gu- i did not read the summary time. but i thought i knew immediately yes. who it was gonna be because yeah. i'm like oh she's got the physical attraction it's always the guy with the physical attraction yeah no yeah absolutely okay. not which so i love who, who, uh, what was the name of who you thought it was luke be? i thought luke. it was gonna be luke Same, because, because it's career? got the career the paris connection because she's obsessed with paris yeah. and she, he's a french Fair. chef and i was like oh there's the physical connection and romances are so about the physical yes. connection because yes. she's immediately so drawn to and him and he's very french about everything yeah he goes, and I, oh, what you like food i like food i'm sure and then i good. thought um Asher, I thought Asher was damned because he has kids. So I'm like, oh, yeah. she's not going to want to ruin their lives. She's going to, like... And then she's going to have to move to small town for mom. Yeah, and... she's not going to want to do that. So it's no. got to be Luke. Or Sam. I, I was know, like, at one point, maybe Sam. Sam was super sweet. I loved that, that it was a constant, like, yeah. maybe him, maybe, because, like, it felt very, Sam was like, great. Luke was... I was like... That's how I feel watching the show. <laughs> I was like, could it be Jefferson? 
just like oh no jefferson was bad he's a douche he was a jerk yeah she so we go through most of the cast pretty quick because half of them are just not interested in her uh two of the villains are very and oh my god oh my god itsy bitsy spider bitch (laughs) oh yeah i know just the two are very openly oh hey dude let's go look for like whale whale hunting and cows and really cruel so but then b's brothers take care of them oh yeah it was fun yeah that was good good. good. so we get down to like the really serious guys and they're in Paris. well they're in france Mm -hmm. but jefferson jefferson is like we said the one who was bigger she was he was the one that she was really unsure about because she was like all right am i going for him because it's the safe option or because he really is a nice guy and he did sound like he's talking about like family family and and how it's been hard for him to date and they they feel she feels like she's connecting with him and that they have all these similar experiences but at the end she's like she doesn't want kind of that kentucky life yeah and so she decides to send him whatever it's all the listen it's a k i don't care (laughs) Uh, she decides she does not want that kind of smaller life considering her life she doesn't want to be safe so she sends him on his way only for him to totally turn into like one of those internet guys he turns into an incel basically where he's very much like oh you really thought i couldn't get a girlfriend you thought i was really into you you're so stupid none of these guys are here you should hear what they say about you behind your back they are all here for the show none of them are here like and he's doing this was it on live tv it was on live tv they were recording it it was on tv but they probably edited Mm -hmm. some of it out i don't know i mean he was pretty hated yeah they did show all the tweets where he was pretty hated because these are really awful things and just oh you think you know, I want you to understand, like, it's you that's the problem. The only reason you're not getting married is you win, like, 70 pounds. Like, just really, like, yeah. ripping her apart. Vitriolic. And I thought, I actually loved the choice that it was another fat person who did that. Yeah, same. Because I think a lot of times there is some internalized hatred and there's a lot of, yeah. especially with the men. Yeah. Because they have been sold over and over again. Himself. Like, you deserve the prettier, thinner woman. I don't like TikTok, but have you seen that TikTok of the guy who's like, oh, I'm going to pay for the Tinder gold and see who my Tinder people are. And he opens the door and it's more fat girls. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of men, not all men, obviously, blah, 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 no, 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 men, but I do think a lot of them kind of have that. Have reactions to that one? Oh, those are good. Those I love the reaction. Good. Oh, my God. That uh, that big bot, like the yeah. guy with the voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. His voice is deeper than I, mine is I right did now. honestly <laughs> listen to it like 10 times just for the voice. <laughs> Next time I come across But I do, there's like that whole, you know, the the Kevin James has always promised Leanne, right? Like, Leanne, I don't know. So I actually liked that choice. Yeah. That it was not, that like the the fit guys were just kind of mean or a little malicious or a little dumb, but it was the fat guy that was really just like ripping her apart. And I did wonder how much he had lied to her up until that point or if it was to hurt her. Right. Because this whole time B doesn't know if, cause she does start to develop feelings and the show's critics are like, is she actually in it for love or is she just in it for the money? And so she does. Is there money? Or is yeah. it just the exposure? It's exposure, sponsorships, couture, oh, that, yeah, yeah, gotcha. all this sort of stuff. Um, and so B realizes, and her best friend helps her realize that she's going to have to open herself up and like actually make an effort to do this. And so she that does, really and beautiful. she starts developing feelings. So yeah, the whole time she's like, I don't know if I can trust that they're actually in it to love me. And that's her constant dialogue with mm-hmm. Luke because he is so French and oh my so god, so hot top. and ridiculous and, so and he's hot. <laughs> so yeah, so hot. They see there's this crazy physical attraction. He's Henry and, Cavill as a Frenchman. Yeah, basically. Um. But, so then there's Wyatt. Can we talk about Wyatt? I loved Wyatt. Oh, so he's this little Oklahoma, not Wheat little. farmer. He's a beef farmer. He's very much prom king kind yes. of thing. But it turns out that he is a virgin, and he reveals this very much so like in The Bachelor a couple of years ago when they did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the um, virgin guy? Yeah. No, there was a girl. Oh, okay, she whatever. She was a virgin. But that's, I think like that's more acceptable for yeah. women. 
not like, like for me, but society thing. She thing. said it like it was on their overnight date that she said it. Oh. And, but this wasn't their overnight date with Wyatt. But okay. so Wyatt reveals this, and then you know it gets revealed that he is asexual or aromantic, and he's like, you know, I'll stay on the show so you can have the safe option again. And yeah. B does the thing where she chooses to not be safe. She chooses mm-hmm. to go with her heart, and she keeps on one of the other guys that she doesn't know she can quite trust. I just I loved that segment so much yeah. because he he doesn't. He, just to give he him a feels hug. like such a, he described it as feeling half a person. Yeah. And he just couldn't feel a romantic connection to anybody. He couldn't feel a sexual connection to anybody. He felt so broken and he knew his family wanted grandkids and was so disappointed. So he didn't want to disappoint them so badly. And that was his reason for being on the show of like, yeah. you know, this, this is like going to be my last chance to feel anything like this and yeah. to have that life to give my family. And for him then to admit on live TV that, you know what, this is who I am and this is. It was really nice. I really appreciated the ace yeah. representation yeah. too. That was unexpected and gold. Yeah, because the entire time I was wondering, is he gay? Yeah, that I will was, say because he's and too she, perfect. She at one point she's like, "Are you gay?" Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I said that I shouldn't out you like that. Yeah. He's like, "No, but this is what I do feel, and this is how mm-hmm. I am." She's just obviously she's totally yeah. accepting, and it's great. And they stay good friends. Mm-hmm. And he opens like an ace sponsor, like a the yeah. He charity. does a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the part that shocked me. What part shocked Luke you? Luke, <sighs> Lauren. I so, mean, I've had a feeling it was coming. See, so, I didn't. So with The Bachelor, Bachelorette, if you've never seen it, I'm part not. of the thing is once they get to like three, four people towards mm-hmm. the end, they have overnight dates, which you don't have to have sex. Like in the book, they say you don't have to have sex. If you do, that's cool. Whatever. It's just hang out. It's just hang out. You yeah. know, Sleepover. Yeah. Do and, they have platonic sleepovers? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like with the, the virgin Bachelorette, she like, she stayed. They just cuddled all night, I okay. guess. I think that was Ari's season, which if you know, you know. I don't, but I don't okay. want to know. It's okay. I want to talk about Luke because I um, loved Luke. Yeah, so she has three guys by this point. Sam, who's like this ebullient, like cute so, 24-year-old yeah. who just doesn't know what he wants to do with life. And I was like, oh, he's sweet. He's cute. He was they great. They had a super hot moment in Marrakesh. Yeah. Loved it. That date was probably my favorite date. <laughs> yeah, because he went belly dancing Yeah, for her. her. Yeah, because Lauren did not always understand totally what she was asking B to do. So there was going to be this segment where B was going to have to belly dance. And yeah, and she, she didn't very do much it like, did not want to do it. Just dumb. Just didn't realize so she had kind of been to sam like oh they're gonna make me do this and i feel so out of control and i'm not gonna like have any yeah i'm not gonna be comfortable it's gonna be so bad so he's actually like oh well you know what you're doing all these things for me i want to do this for you yeah. and yeah. goes and learns how to belly dance yeah. just like a magic oh mic moment with they her. Make out in the hamam oh my god <gasps> i loved the moroccan dates just in general that was oh my god luke listen her and luke going to the spice market oh my god. and the saffron moment that was top date top Friggin' date. Right and then they just there. have that, like, th- that, the thumb, finger. that finger thing forever. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so we have Sam, who's, like, this ebullient 24-year-old, and he's the first one that B is like, hey, will you go spend the night with me in the dream suite? And he goes, you know, I really respect you, so I don't want to do that to you on live TV. Mm-hmm. I think we can take our time. And, again, it's a realization that they don't realize that to B that will feel like rejection mm-hmm. because she's faced so much rejection yeah. in her life. But it is a really nice thing to do at the same time. Like, yeah. from both of their viewpoints, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. And then Asher, She does is, project a little bit, though. She does. She, she does project a lot. lot. So then there's Asher, who is... I did like him. A single dad. Yes. She calls him Aslan at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. He but was he really is, fun. He professor. Is, um, an Asian history mm. professor up 
and he actually went to Cornell. Did yep. you notice that? Yeah. He went to Cornell for his PhD, and he has two kids. He's got a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, and his son is non-gender conforming. Mm-hmm. So he's got better clothes than I do. Yes, exactly. And the tutus and the kimonos. And, the... and his daughter, Grace, is like 12-year-old, mm-hmm. extraordinary smartass, but whatever. Um, And Asher, same thing. Like, he's like, I respect you too much. I don't want to do this. You well, know? it wasn't even the respect thing. He was like, you know, if we are not going to be serious, I don't want my kids to, exactly. to see this because this, this is, is on TV. TV. Yeah. And again, she took that very badly because she was really feeling Asher sure like yeah. and i did once they got over that initial hurdle because yeah. they had like kind of oh, a once hard you spot find out about his wife and yeah once more stuff comes out and they like were s- vulnerable with each other it is a really beautiful relationship and it's so hard to pick between the three yeah. guys that oh, are left and luke and luke is the only one who does actually sleep with her because he had like this really <laughs> well they'd had this joke earlier about oh i've never seen a fat princess that she had done in like this interview so yeah. he throws her like this cinderella ball thing ball, at Paris. And- she's got like the ridiculous dress and the and the France carrot. and they go to this yeah. castle in Loire Valley mm-hmm. and they're dancing and then she almost passes out because she has a corset on too tight yeah. but then he like takes her and they drink wine on the patio yeah. and cashmere sweats and mm-hmm. then she's like will you spend the night with me and he it's goes like, yeah, I will <laughs> he's so ready so to then they sleep together this was so for this to be in a roommate's novel blew my mind yeah like so this is towards the end they sleep together I'm like okay oh okay this is this it is this is, is Luke this is, like Asher ruined his chance happily ever after with Luke you know they're having sex it's Luke but next, sorry, Lucky, next morning, he sleeps with the producer. Yeah, she And is, she walks in on them. She walks in on Luke and Lauren together, which I was like, first of all, I've never, I mean, there, there is, there are romances where the hero cheats. Yeah. And I guess the thing is they weren't really officially together. Right. And, and that's, he's, he's very French. So French. So he just is kind of, he it's genuinely lovely. cares about her. And I loved that, that he does genuinely have yeah. this emotional connection to her, but he just has, like, this physical connection with everybody. Yes, he's, he's very, very French. Much, and you know what? If she was into that, too, I think it could have worked if they were both yeah. going to be open, but I, it was really devastating that, yeah. like, hours after they had been together and she had, had this really together. beautiful experience with him because yeah. she had only been with two men at that point, right? Or, like, three? Something like Barely that. Barely anybody. Yeah. So Luke was, I think, her first experience where it was really, like, in her head, in her body, this beautiful experience that is not rushed or hurried and, like, or shameful. The whole, there was or... the whole thing. And I think she's actually the only one he has sex with on page. She has sex with on page. Yeah. Besides Ray. Yeah. yeah. But Ray was weird. Ray, Ray was, was, like, was drunk and real quick. It was, like, novel. brushed over and he was um, awful. But, yeah. So, and then they go through the whole, like, turning the lights off thing. He's like, no, I want to see you. And then he, like, takes the sheets off her. And she's like, she, like, wants to cover herself up mm-hmm. with a sheet. But he's like, no, I want to see you. You're beautiful no matter yeah. what. And not even you're beautiful, yeah. but it was like, I desire you no right. matter what. You. And it's just the romance novel led us to think, oh, it's Luke. They're going to have these and amazing adventures. together. Well, and then Luke and Lauren And not just together. that, but the betrayal of Lauren yeah. doing it. After being like, I've got your best interest at heart. I'm going to take care of you. You're not going to be, you're going to be the hero. I'm going to make you look good. I liked Lauren for the most part. Yeah. Listen, she's in a hard job. She's like the first woman to take and over this was kind really of franchise. And representation of how a lot of. I'll say able-bodied, but, like, small-bodied people don't realize what people with bigger bodies go through through. and, Mm -hmm. like, what might seem not harmful is harmful. Yeah, because she'd had this comment about the very first date where, you know, she's going to have them in a hot tub on the boat. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's so hard. You're going to be in a hot tub on the boat. What kind of, like... With all these shirtless Yeah, how awful of me to do that to you. And And she's like, I don't... I'm not comfortable with that. I don't want the world to see my thighs. And it's like, that's a totally valid Mm -hmm. feeling. And Lauren, it just didn't even process. Yeah, it took her, her a minute. Or, like, where she scripted the she one guy does, to walk off automatically. Yeah, she did not think of what that would do to be. No. 
and to her credit she does apologize she does seem to hear her and understand it and take it in but again this is the bachelor essentially like nobody is really together yet so i think she thought luke was safe and luke is luke yeah luke was again great guy i really did like luke a lot yeah and even after he and i liked how they split at the end it was very amicable it was beautiful i do think she should have been friends with him yeah because he was like i'll leave my number for you and she's like i'm not gonna use it but you should you could have been friends with him at the very least because they had stuff in common and he was super charming and there was something about him that was very magnetic and then i think that's all we're gonna say about the who gets knocked off because we still do need to leave a little mystery oh yeah you uh, but need to okay what what what? no it's okay because i we spoil everything but you know what you're right because i really want you guys to go read this book i want you to let us know yeah because i had a friend that was iffy about this one and reading it now i'm like oh why i Uh, will say like i said i hated the first 40 pages i thought it was too cliched i really hated that it was the cheating trope because ray is engaged i do hate the cheating by the way and that does be that is a problem with asher later the whole thing like her grocery list was like crap ton of mac and cheese crap ton of ice cream like how cliched can you get well she also just had the breakup i know know? but for me it's like i just want to drink wine and not do anything else it's so healthy i know but mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know i just and then it, it really got into it and it really got good and it's it's a good it gives you a good idea of representation mm-hmm. and what it could look like i i go back and forth so i did really like the ending obviously we're not going to spoil it so i can't tell you who she chose and how it ended up playing out or did she choose anybody okay you just gave it away by that Whatever the ending uh, was. Did I? <laughs> okay. Whatever the ending was, it was really good. So you guys should go and read it. And uh, I know we gave away mo- like 34%, per- like three fourths of this. <laughs> I was going to say, we gave away more than 34%. No, we gave it three fourths. Listen, I can't do math. I'm tired. That's okay. Um, but so it's fine. really we'll good. The I gave it four out of five stars. Just I gave I it four stars because I really needed to read the beginning. Yeah. There's and I was very so, little like, I couldn't spice. Stop. Like one really out not. of five. No. There's good slow burn. There's a lot of good comedy <laughs> moments. I will say, I don't. Some of the representation stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, fine, whatever. Um, I feel like she got on a soapbox a lot. Yeah, it was preachy. But like I said, I think the author is trying to speak to people that aren't like this. Yeah. Because I will say, I don't, for all the, granted, I'm not really online. I'm not, I don't ever really put my position, myself in a position where I would get a lot of hate. But usually the people that make me feel bad about myself are my family and me. Mm. It's not, like, random strangers in the world or even, like, my coworkers or my other friends. I feel like I can count on one hand. Yeah. Maybe two. And I feel like I in all of these books where there's plus-size people, it's such a Left, giant right point of, yeah. like, oh, everybody's so mean to me. And, oh, I've got all this, like, I'm but, being called a whale and diabetic yeah. and awful and I'm going to die I and I'm going to be too, raped. it's an interesting dialogue in this book because she is front and center in a very yeah. public way. So I think maybe that's why it's different for her. But I – and I'm wondering, too, about just other people – um, I don't have a lot of these experiences, really. Yeah. Like, I can think of maybe two people have been really that I could say are mean. Uh, like, no, no, it's mostly from my mother. If I'm being <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anytime I felt bad about myself, it's my family or me. Yeah, I, it's interesting. So a lot of her descriptions of this stuff, and like, I didn't have this relationship either with like Ray, with like a Ray in my life. So maybe I'm just lucky and I should shut up. But um, I yeah, do don't wonder. Go for Ray's. No, I do wonder sometimes if these authors go overboard and they're like. People are so cruel and so mean to me, and I need to learn to get over it and love myself. Like, I wonder what a, a story would look like without that kind of component. Yeah. If but that wasn't again, such too, a plot is, point. I think that is some people's 
it is true for some people yeah and i you're right because she is a blogger she is an influencer so she is gonna get these awful comments i mean we've all seen like tess holiday's comments on her blog yeah yeah the kind of things people say to ashley graham and ashley graham is so in like she's in shape and she's healthy and she goes to the gym every day and people are still like oh look at that hulk yeah you know and it's ashley graham and she's so gorgeous yeah like she's ridiculously gorgeous yeah she's still in proportion Let's round it out, mm-hmm. um, just to round out our discussion as a whole. How do you feel about body representation in romance books, Jen? Depends on the romance book. It's hard to say that that broadly, <laughs> the yeah. way you gave me that. Yeah. Uh, that's a very general thing. There's authors I trust. There's authors I don't trust. Mm-hmm. I mean. Listen, if you're titling your book like. Oh, Chubbs for the Chubbs Hubs again. Bub, <laughs> Hubs, no, I'm not going to trust you. I'm not going to read that book. But if it's baking me crazy or that was one fun. to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe even king size. You know what? It does depend on my mood. Sometimes I'm feeling really bad about myself. I want to see something that is like, I don't know, that she does have all these really sad, awful feelings and it gets validated in some way. So other times I'm like, okay, can we move on? She's got other things going on. Can we do other stuff? Um, Can she have other problems other than her weight? (laughs) Like, because that was like, okay, we get it at a certain point. But I get that maybe that wasn't necessarily for my benefit. Yeah. Um, Oops. Sorry, like, I'm knocking my back around trying to get to my dog. <laughs> okay, you do it every episode. <laughs> I know. I don't mean to. Yeah. So I think I think these are some good intros into the mm-hmm. topic. We had plus-size men. We had disability representation. And we had plus-size representation, which, keep in mind, this is a very small sample pool. Yeah. There is so many more there out there. There is out there. And I'll make sure that I put a couple of our other favorites mm-hmm. in the uh, show notes for you. Yeah, because there's a bunch out. of like I was thinking a lot of because I was re-listening to the the one we recorded last month, and I think a lot of my points still stand. Um, there was stuff I wanted to correct actually, and I've since forgotten because I'm so tired. I only That's slept okay. like five That's hours. Okay. Um, yeah. Overall, I'm excited where we're going. I hope we keep heading in that direction, and I think we have to be on the lookout to make sure it is still positive yeah. and accurate and not <sighs> anything awful and off putting. And I do also just want to say maybe don't make a point of it. Maybe just. Make just do your it. heroin plus size. Yeah, don't make it a big deal. And don't make it a soapbox moment. Yeah, whatever. She's, but then, at the same time, don't minimize it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's a lot of instructions, it's, Jackie. It's, it's hard, yeah. I know. But just, you know, just include real bodies, real people. Mm. Be supportive of those around you. You know, if you see somebody having a hard time, go up and ask what you can do for them. Um, and if they brush you off, then leave it alone. <laughs> I think a lot of times these things aren't really your business. Exactly. You know, the, everybody's journey is different. It always amazes me how much input people put into their own opinions. Yeah. And like I, like a lot of things that happen to uh, to Bay and one to watch. Like you did not have to go up to her to be like, oh, I think I can really help you. Yeah. That one personal trainer was like, oh, I saw I saw you and I immediately I knew I could help you. Yeah. Like, shut up. If she wanted your help, she'd ask you, and she probably would not. Honestly. No. no. She's like, Ugh. so. I think it'll be interesting to see what romance novels look like 5, 10, 15 years down the road mm-hmm. in terms of representation. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to try to read more like disability representation yeah. because... It's growing in indie. Uh, I'm seeing... I'm getting a lot more ads now that I've been reading Baking Me Crazy and I've been on the lookout for stuff like that. And it is out there. It's definitely not as available in mainstream, but, you know, mainstream better be changing. I think it's got to change to survive. Exactly. 
And if you guys have any repre- or recommendations. recommendations for us yeah. of representation in diverse books, then please throw them our way. Ragingromantics at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us at nopal.org slash ragingromantics. And you can find us in the actual Nopal buildings if you're in upstate yes. New York. Right now, anyway. We'll see what Delta yeah. does. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Well, Yeah, so let doing? us know how we did, because yes. Jackie really wants to hear from you. I get to hear about that all the time. <sighs> yeah. Um, what are we doing next month, Jen? We... Because what is next month? Oh, God, what is next? I don't know. What's this month? <gasps> next month is our one-year anniversary. Oh, look at that. It is. God. I can't believe we're still here. That Nobody kicked I us know. out yet. It's Especially after that bad cactus joke I made. We're going to we're gonna bake birthday cake, and we're going to talk about... We're going to do things different next month. Okay. So next month, Lucky's staring at me. <laughs> next month, in honor of our one-year anniversary, we're going to throw it back. We're going to do an episode that you guys have never heard because it was on YouTube, but it's no longer on YouTube. So we got to redo it? Yeah, we got to redo Wait. it for like the fifth time. <laughs> do I have to reread? No. Thank God. No. So we're going to do the history of the romance novel, mm-hmm. um, where it came from, where we think it's going, all this sort of stuff. And for the second episode, we have a special guest Ooh. all the way from L.A. Oh. Hey, Legit, just like B. An actual person. Hey. So, not me. Or yeah. my dog. Yeah. So the lucky's be the best guest ever. Um, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. Thanks As for always. putting up mm-hmm. with my lovely two-pack-a-day voice. It got better as, as you, like, yeah, practiced. it, like, warmed yeah, up. It, like, warmed I up. I can feel it, like, settling in the back. So, Lucky and I are snuffling together now. <laughs> Jen, what do we always say? Rage on! Bye, guys. Bye, guys.